Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And we are coming to you live from Billings, Montana. How many of you have been to Billings, Montana? I don't see any hands going up. Um, so we have some interesting things to talk about tonight. Bill London's going to be here. Um, did you know uh, that gas prices in Oregon are the highest right now that they've ever been, ever, ever? They went up 21 cents in one week. 21 cents. How's that president doing for you guys now? <laughs> I I tell you, what drives me insane is people coming on and arguing that that President Biden was handed this, that this is that he was given this. How come everything changed when he took over? The gas prices soar, we go into a recession. Oh, we can blame it on COVID. That was the way we reacted to COVID. And which by the way, I'm hearing rumors that schools are having lots of cases of COVID. And um, and there's talk, at least in the Portland area, there's whispers of uh, bringing that mask back. Um, and there's only like two months left of school. If I was a parent in my school district, um, the key is you have to act now. So you you need to start calling the district if you don't want your kids in mask. And I guess if you want your kids in mask, you should be calling the district too and telling them, I think that's a good idea. But if you don't, you need to be start, starting now. I think the problem we have is we wait too long. Let's talk about voting real quickly. Had a lot of response to our voting yesterday and my little rant about um, how I'm beginning to think that does it really matter if you vote? Now, there is one side of me that will always think voting, it's participating and it is important. I, I do believe that. But a friend was writing me the other day, and if you look at the last 40 years since mail-in ballots have come into play, um, and I was never against mail-in ballots, but we have not had a balanced legislator, or at least a balanced, uh, the, uh, the uh, main branch, the administrative branch of our government. We haven't had a governor who is a Republican or anything else but a Democrat in about 40 years. So um, I wasn't telling people that you shouldn't go out and vote. I think you should go out and vote. Um, but what I'm telling you is you can't stop at that. <clears throat> you have to do more than that. You need to be in your schools, in your school board meetings. You need to be following the city council and you have to be at those meetings because the people that are, are the squeaky wheel and they get the council listening to what they're saying. So I don't think it's any more that we can just sit around and, and, and cast a ballot and say, well, there, I did my part. I think you have to cast that ballot and you got to keep those people accountable. Um, did you know one of the reasons like last night, as of last night, there was only like 18% of Oregonians have voted and you can go 18% in a primary election. And the problem is that the, the, the places like the county commissioners vote, um, the nonpartisan races, the, uh, the issues, then people don't participate in that too. So you have a tiny percentage of the people in Oregon telling, coming up with the laws or t deciding who is going to run the county business. And that's a dangerous, dangerous thing. But you know, one of the reasons I bet that that's the way it is, is because Bill's going to talk to you about that. Oh, the legislature, they changed the way Oregon elections work. Do you guys remember when you were, um, well, when you were 18 or when you started voting, you had to have your ballot in by five o'clock or eight o'clock, by eight o'clock on election day, or it didn't count. Well, guess what? The Oregon legislature changed that this last session. So now, as long as it's postmarked by election day, um, it counts. So that means the results, this could take, a week 
to figure out who won and who didn't win. And then you wonder why Oregon voters are just getting complacent and don't care and don't want to do this. I was talking to a friend of mine, Tim, today, too, and he was we were talking about back in the old days. You went and you they stumped your candidates stumped on a pulpit and they talked to you. You went to a park, you went to the town square, you got to ask them questions, you found out who they were, really are. Now we rely on public relations firms to come up with commercials for these candidates. And so they're telling you who they want you to know who they are, not who they really are. And when you spend time with someone and listen to them, you really get a feel for what that is. Has social media helped that? I kind of think so in a way, because at least you get a feel for people like Mark Thielman. I see his commercials and his talks all the time, and I get a feel for who that is, or Betsy Johnson, or people like that. Um, but is it helping? Are we doing our homework, or have we gotten lazy, and is that part of our fault? I don't know. I, 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 need, I need help on that one. Kim, what do you think? I mean, are we just a bunch <laughs> of lazy people? I know. Well, that's what it feels like, doesn't it? I kind of, and I, and then I know what you're saying, because you are always saying, get out there and make your voice heard. So I know you're not anti-vote. It's just the fact that is it really, you, you want to think to yourself, okay, are we making a difference the way it works now? I mean, you know, it's just so sketchy. I don't know. It's just so I sketchy. think people are just so frustrated because, yeah. um, mm -hmm. because it, you can vote and vote. And I think one of the big problems is you vote for something, it becomes the law, and then the legislature goes in and changes it. Like right. Measure 11. They go in and, and now yeah. Governor Brown is releasing all these prisoners and deciding, you know what? I don't think that was the right thing. So I'm going to do what's best for Oregon. Yeah, you know, like exactly. a really bad parent, you know, mm -hmm. who goes, okay, Ricky, what do you want? Well, I'd like to do this. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, here's exactly what we're going to do. What I want you mm -hmm. to do. And that's what yeah. Governor Brown does and the Oregon legislature. And I think people are right. just done with it. Yeah, people want to be able to, to to vote if it's going to make a difference, not to know that years later it's not going to, it's just going to change on a whim. That's the problem. So I, 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 it's going to be interesting. I was sitting here, until I watched Bill's newscast, it's going to air here a little bit. Um, I was sitting here thinking, oh, I'll go online tonight and I can see if some of the people that I like and want, think should be you know winning in county commissioner races and stuff like that, I can see how right. they're doing. I'm not going yeah. to know shit. I won't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like this could, you know, what are they going to do? They'll, they'll put it out in yeah. the Eugene Weekly. Oh, that's a good, did you hear, did you see Eugene <laughs> oh, Weekly? Oh, they love you. Did, oh, they love me. And they did a hit piece on Dave Lovell and they put it on their paper. It was out on their internet last night, a hit oh. piece on him during the riots when, when uh, Black Lives Matter people were rioting all over, they came to Springfield. Yeah. And David uh -huh. Lovell owns a whole bunch of businesses down there. So right. and a bunch of his friends just got some AR, some guns, and they were just standing yeah. on the street corner, which is perfectly legal, and just ba basically saying, don't don't mess around with my business because this is my property. And right. nobody did, and everything was fine. Well, Eugene Weekly did a big, huge, scathing piece on him last night, puts it out there, and I thought, that is so – and then on the same page or something with Joe Bernie, his opponent, and I'm like, you know what? This right, is right, right. This is why people don't pay attention anymore. They're sick of exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, how yeah. biased. If you and I, I remember when we were in the news business, we didn't do stories on election day nope. or right before. We would have never been nope. allowed to put out a piece like that right nope, before never. the election. Mm -hmm. And now nope, we can it, never say anything about where we're, who we're, it's still, it's still hard for me to even tell people what my opinion is because it's so ingrained. Right. I started yeah. because all of a sudden I got fed up. I don't tell people who to vote for unless they contact me personally. And I've had about 50 right. today because <laughs> I put out yesterday. <laughs> hey, if they you want to know who I think is going to be good, just let, but email me. And I thought that was yeah. opening the door and I've had a ton mm -hmm. of them. But I, I appreciate that mm -hmm. people are doing their homework, you know. 
Um, exactly. Yeah. And great. if you don't have time to do your homework, ask someone who does like Rick, he knows a lot about them or, you know, well, I appreciate I, that too. Right. I just, I keep informed on this because it's important mm -hmm. stuff. So mm -hmm. tonight is sponsored by Elements Health Clubs. They have one in Springfield on, on Game Farm. They have one in West 11th and they have one at Oakway Mall. And yes. um, their health moment, you know, what I love. Oh, wait, I do have a little commercial I can run for them. You know? Oh, yeah. Let's see their little commercial. Clubs, you get more than a workout. You get results-driven fitness and nutrition help no matter where you're starting in your health journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gym. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. Oh, that was a perfect segue, Rick, because part of what I'm talking about tonight is movement instead of exercise or instead of losing weight or getting fit movement that's the key word and i'll go into that in a minute um, okay and we, this may is mental health awareness month fyi so next so on thursday in two days on thursday we're going to talk to someone about mental health and mostly in adolescence and so this kind of ties in tonight about so exercise also helps reduce um, anxiety and depression so exercise relates to mental health um and then also well I i'll go into that do we want to do our question yet or should yeah, we let's, wait yeah let's do our question so and i'll okay. have you type it in because i've already got something okay. i have to put in here real fast for people okay so right. you guys so tonight our question is not health related but for if you answer our question elements gives you a free one month membership and if you're already a member there you get your one month paid for so it's kind of a win-win so if you guys want to guess on this then um you can get you can win that so our question tonight again not health related i'll go into health in a minute but what country in what country is it illegal to own two of let me see how to say this one what i don't even know if i should say okay i'll just say it and there's a pet that you can't own just one of in what country i'm trying to make it vague so you can't go google this so okay. in what country and real, what's the real pet? can you say the pet I don't know if I want to, should I give okay. it away? That's what I was wondering. Okay. So Let's start in with this, this country, and then I'll give you a hint. So in this country, you it's can only to have one of this pet. Mm -hmm. You can't own keep just it big. one. You have to have <laughs> yes. more than one. Okay. Yes. People are already okay. throwing Let's me. start with that. So and Kim, if you guys, if you like, yeah, let's let them, let's let, let's do that first. Then I'll give away the, the, the pet if we need to. Okay. Now I want to, I'm going to put this in the, in the, little um thing here's a <laughs> okay okay so i can't show this because what happens is um facebook and youtube hate each other so facebook will just yeah. not show anything mm -hmm. but you guys there's a mm -hmm. youtube video out on that's the link to it and this is about the 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 new thing that the governor put in where there's going to be tampons and boys restrooms in schools <laughs> <laughs> only in Oregon. oh is it true that they're putting tampon machines in boys' restrooms in Oregon? Oh, and someone I, asked you that? <laughs> yes. And I was like, I was embarrassed. I'm going to start oh. telling people I'm I'm from Oregon. But if you go on that link right there, yeah. there mm -hmm. after the show, go on there. A guy okay. wrote a song about it with a guitar. He sings it, and it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kim, oh my gosh, I have to watch. I'm going to take keep watching. I'm going to take people on a little tour okay. of Montana real quick, and then yes. we got him okay, talking good. about health, and then we have um, Bill London coming up, and he is going to share the day's news with you. So <laughs> Kim will be back in just a minute. 
All right. And let's take a look from one of our sponsors, Albert Taylor, Changing People's Lives with Disabilities. We have 15 homes. Uh, we have 60 individuals uh, that are living in those homes. And then in addition to that, we have uh, a number of individuals who are part of what we call our supported living uh, program group. And those are people who do not live in a group home, but live in, in an independent setting. And we support them as well. And we have about another 25 or 30 people that we support that way. So your tagline is endless possibilities. What, what does that mean? That, that means literally people should take that at face value is it our goal is for every person that we serve is that they get to live and enjoy the fullest most complete life that is possible having a job or it's learning a skill or it's you know painting or it's horseback riding it is it is to it is to look at people from a perspective of what is possible rather than through the eyes of limitation Okay, now, as you guys know, Elemis is really big on um, tour traveling, and Brian loves to go places, ghost towns and stuff like that. Um, so Kathy and I are traveling around the state of Montana, and later this week on Thursday, we will be live at the, uh, the world's largest bucking bronco sale where Miles City, Montana turns into a giant party and there's concerts and horses are traded and ridden and it should be really fun. So we'll be bringing you some of that. But I also want to show you um, some of the places we've been um, in, in Butte and around the area. So I'm going to pull these up one at a time. There's some little fun facts in there for you to see. And we want to thank our friends at Elements Health Club for bringing you this little tour of Montana. Now, Butte, Montana has the largest historic district in the country. Um, those homes, they're everywhere. It's not like you almost get used to it, like to a point where you're going, okay, it's another beautiful place. But then when you leave there on Highway 90, you go right through the little town of um, Anaconda. And Anaconda is the place where they had a smeltering plant. So the copper that they mined, and we're going to have a mining story for you tomorrow. Kathy and I actually went down into the mines. And so I have a story about the mining industry. But the copper from there is, was then taken to Anaconda and used at a smelter. 
And this smelter has a smokestack that comes up and it's, it's 30 feet taller than the Washington Monument. And it's the largest brick structure still standing in the world. Um, it's phenomenal. And then I want you to see some other things. I'm going to point these out as you go. I put the facts in there, but I'm going to point them out as you go. We also went and they had a cemetery there. I really like cemeteries. And in this cemetery, um, they had almost every grave was had fl like plastic flowers on it, which tells me that people really care about people in a place when you continually have um, are remembering their their uh, passing and that kind of thing. It's a super cool little town. And so I'm going to give you a little picture of that. And then I'll come back and I'm going to take you. We're going to take you to Philbusburg and a ghost town. So hold on. Here's the next one. Watch. I got to tell you, Kim, that uh, that drive up to that little ghost town, it was so sketchy. Four miles at the very top <laughs> of it. Um, it was crazy. And we weren't expecting snow up there because there wasn't snow until you got to the very last maybe 100 feet. Oh, OK. I wondered why Kathy had a tank top on in the snow. I was like, wow, she is brave. <laughs> so Matt Kendall said it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland. Oh, <gasps> Matt. Yeah, is that true? He got it. He got it. <laughs> Matt, oh, did Matt. you know that or did you go look he's it up? A, he's a realtor, so he knows everything. <laughs> he, he knows these random you. facts. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, you are the winner of a one month uh, free membership to um, Elements Health Clubs. You can go to the That's yourself over there. You can go to Springfield or you can go to Oakway. Yeah. We have pools That's at right. every one of them. Um, Springfield has an outdoor pool. If you yeah, like to. just saying. They also just have an outdoor time. pool family. That big pool that. Mm -hmm. You always used to pretend to lap swim mm -hmm. in camp. 
<laughs> I fainted. Yeah. Did you see Matt? He says he has too much knowledge in his head. Or too much. Yeah, I know. I was thinking he just came up with that. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay yeah, that's you... true. And you know, it's not just guinea pigs, by the way. It's also goldfish, I think, and then another animal. They they make sure that these social creatures aren't by themselves, which of course you know me. I'm obsessed. I think that's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Kim kind of learned the wrong way with rabbits. <laughs> she she I couldn't have just one either. <laughs> no, she has 400 now. Okay, yeah, Kim, yeah. one more thing I have to show you is this cute little cabin that Kathy found in Phillipsburg that we stayed in. Oh, yes. It was tiny. Okay. I mean, just a little cabin, but it's all made out of logs. So take a look at this. Oh, good. Coupons when you stay and there. See that bed, that bed, Kim. Yeah, the most cute. Kathy and I both said that is the most comfortable bed we've ever slept in. Really? And you guys yeah. have slept in a lot of beds. A lot so. of beds. And it's and it's dark in there. So you're just like sleep. So we slept cute. in more than any other time in our life. <laughs> you're like, it's it sleeps for, but don't take the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Children don't need to be there. No, so, no, no. That's a little cramped. Talk to people. I'm gonna go away for a minute. You go talk to people okay. about mental health and exercise and kind of what and movement is what I you we were gonna yes. talk about. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. So we were kind of talking about this. So I let you guys know that on Thursday we're talking mental health. May is mental health awareness month, so super serious issues there and the, and ones that need to be addressed. And on Thursday, we're talking with someone with the Elrod Center of Lane County. Some of you may be familiar with the Elrod Center, and she has a lot of um, tidbits for us on how their program works and, and how much they've done for the community. And we thought about since tonight is elements of a healthy life, we would just talk about kind of the benefits of exercise and mental health. And we already probably most everyone knows that exercise does reduce stress and anxiety. And so therefore, it does help with your mental well-being. But it's not just about exercising. It's not just about doing something that feels kind of like a, a chore. If you don't, you know, enjoy the exercise you're doing, find something that you do love to do. So go out on a walk if it makes you happy, you know, find something that makes you happy, find your happy place. For some people, the happy place is at the gym. And the reason why is because they're around other people and they're socializing. So we've talked a lot about with Elements Health Clubs and why gyms are so important for some people to have that camaraderie and what they mean to people. But it's not just like an elaborate boot camp. You don't have to go in there and kill yourself in order to reap the benefits of the well-being. And so there was a, there were a couple of articles talking about kind of how in other countries, um, and we talked about Switzerland and the guinea pigs, how in other countries like um, in Scandinavia, for example, like people will be out hiking, um, cross-country skiing, and, and those things are just kind of built into their culture 
And they do it because it's fun. They don't get back from a long hike or a long um, ski trip and say, oh, I got such a good workout. They're just saying, you know, that was just a fun trip. So it's built into their lifestyle more. And, you know, in America, of course, it is too in some areas more than others. But just thinking about it as just part of life instead of I want to go and burn off X amount of calories or I want to go and get, you know, get gain muscle. Instead of looking at in those terms, I think that if we had that different mindset, it would really help because just a little bit of exercise will help your mental well-being. And they say that's especially true with larger people who are just starting out or getting into a fitness routine who maybe hated it from a prior experience. And I don't know, Rick PE, remember those PE tests when we were yeah. young? They yeah, don't do well, those you, anymore. Well, I was reading something where it said that, or Kathy was talking to me and she said that if, if you walked five miles, you mm -hmm. burn off the same amount of calories as you do if you run it. It just takes longer. Um, yep. So people, when they go out, you see people walking around, that's super healthy. And the reason you and I and Kathy and people like us work out is so that the other day, Kathy and I did a nine and a half mile hike in snow. Well, we couldn't do that if we weren't no. going to like Elements or a health club and getting ourselves mm -hmm. in shape. So we can right. go out and do the things that right. are fun, water skiing. Right. You do not want to go out and go water skiing tomorrow. And not be going <laughs> keeping in shape because you're going to go home. I mean, you'll last five seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So we do these things. It's not that we just love being at a gym 24 hours a day. It's not that we like being at the gym and we have fun at the gym and we meet our friends there. But then we reap the benefits because we're able to go skiing and do these things for a long. I mean, I totally can tell when I haven't built up the muscles for ski season. You know, I mean, it's just right. it's one of those things. So you do it so that you can enjoy the things that you love, like Rick, Rick was saying. So that's a good point, too. Um, and just talking about how it helps with mental health health and kids as well kids finding those things that they like to do especially with fewer pe options or fewer sports that you have to really pay for sports now and things it's not as easy as it was all right kim stark i know you got a couple of kids that are a little bit under the weather speaking of kids <laughs> so, yeah so um thank you for being here you don't have to stick around just take off we got the question answered matt one and thanks for doing Good what job, you do matt. on thursday we will have the elrod center on here talking yes. about some really interesting things Yep, you're really familiar with them, I know. But this is kind of new to me, too, to learn more about them. So that'll be fun for those of you who aren't familiar. We'll have that on Thursday. All right, Kim. See you later. All right, Kim Stark. We thank her for what she does and Elements Health Club for their sponsorship of our health segment. Um, now we're going to get into Bill. Uh, but first, got to hear from Dr. Bratlin. This is Dr. Michael Bratlin with Chris Dental. Oregonians allowed the lockdowns to remain in effect for two long years. Two years. We allowed government officials to dictate what we put on our face and what we put on our bodies with little opposition and not enough questions. Why do I bring this up now? Because trust me, they will bring back masks next winter after the elections. Next time, don't be complacent. Actually follow the science and let your voices be heard. Next time, stand up to these power-hungry politicians. All right, here's a look at some of the stories we're following. Well... Today is election day, in case you didn't know that. And judging by the election returns so far yesterday, 82% of Oregon voters didn't know that. That's right, as of Monday at 5 p.m., only 18% of Oregon voters had actually returned a ballot. So the question is, are we going to have a historically low turnout for this primary, or are people just waiting until the last minute? Now, waiting until the last minute actually changed this year, courtesy of the 2021 legislature. So here's what they did. It used to be that you either drop your ballot in a ballot box by 8 p.m. on election day, or your ballot had to be 
in the hands of your county election office on election day, meaning that you had to send your ballot in a week early. Well, now, thanks to the legislature, they've said, well, as long as it's postmarked election day, that's going to be okay. That's all right. So we really probably won't know the results of any of the elections really until a week, 10 days from now, closer races. It may be into June sometime. And I like the fact that the legislature said, well, if we do this, it will increase the voting. 18% on Monday. Yeah, that's a, that's a whopping good idea. I love the fact that here in Oregon, we don't have to worry about deadlines anymore. Like, for instance, my Pacific Power Bill says that I have to pay it by the 30th of the month. But this is Oregon. So that deadline, it's just a suggestion. I can really just, you know, pay it anytime I want to. And Pacific Power will say that's okay because this is Oregon. We do things differently here. Speaking of doing things differently here, three counties today will be deciding on the question, do we want to stay in Oregon? Or my God, do we get the hell out and join Idaho? Those three counties are Douglas, Josephine, and Klamath counties, and it all has to do with the greater Idaho movement. And if these three counties, Douglas, Josephine, and Klamath, say, mm-hmm, they will follow approval of the same idea in eight rural counties, mostly in the southeastern part of the state, to push redrawing the boundary between Idaho and Oregon. But Douglas County is doing this a little bit differently. Now, the way most of the other counties are doing this is a suggestion that we want to look into it and we want our county commissioners to regularly discuss changing the borders. Douglas County is different. The proposal in Douglas County would allow county commissioners to pay lobbyists or have county staff lobby the state and federal officials to change the state borders as opposed to just talk about it as would be the case in the other counties. Now, in case you didn't know, changing the borders, in other words, Douglas County wants to be a part of Idaho. Okay, well, let's say that Douglas County residents say, yes, let's do it. We want out of Oregon. Screw this place. We want to go to Idaho where they have potatoes and a 6% sales tax. Well, it would have to be authorized by a majority of voters in the county. Secondly, the legislature in both Oregon and Idaho would have to sign off on it. And then Congress would have to sign off on the idea. But the new thing, the new wrinkle in Douglas County is now, instead of talking about it, it's actually potentially lobbying for it. Hey, congratulations if you live in Oregon. We set a new record today. Woo! That's right. These now, these times, we have the highest cost for gas any time in the history of the state. $5.06 a gallon. Thank you, a 21 cent price increase over the course of the last week. It's the most expensive that gas has ever been in Oregon. On the national range, it's $4.52 a gallon. Highest state for gas on average, California, 6.02 a gallon. So an Oregon Republican gubernatorial candidate, Christine Drazen, is slamming Oregon Democratic leaders, 
mainly because of the party's silence in the aftermath of a Molotov cocktail attack on the Oregon Right to Life offices in Kaiser. Drazen was on Fox News today, and she said, This is par for course here in Oregon. We had months of rioting in Portland streets, and Democratic leaders didn't stand up for Oregonians. They did not push back against political violence. She says right now, Oregon has a real problem with leadership. Captain Obvious. She says, The radical left is in fact leading our state right now. Criminal defendants in Oregon who have gone without legal representation for long periods of time amid a critical shortage of public defense attorneys filed a lawsuit Monday alleging the state has violated their constitutional right to legal counsel and a speedy trial. The complaint is actually now seeking class action status, and it was filed as state lawmakers dither and the Oregon Office of Public Defense Services struggle to address a huge shortfall of public defenders statewide. And the crisis has already led to the dismissal of dozens of cases and left about 500 defendants statewide, including several dozen in custody on very serious felonies without any legal representation. And it also leaves crime victims wondering, are these people ever going to go to trial? Am I going to ever see justice? Is my offender potentially going to be let out because he can't get a lawyer? So the lawsuit specifically names Governor Kate Brown and Stephen Singer. Singer happens to be the recently appointed executive director of the state's public defense agency. And the suit is asking for a court injunction ordering criminal defendants to be released, released, if they can't be provided with an attorney in a reasonable period of time. Good time to go to jail and just claim, I can't afford an attorney. The lawsuit doesn't specify, by the way, what's considered reasonable. A report by the American Bar Association released in January, and I think we talked about that on this show, found that Oregon has 31% of the public defenders it actually needs. And the Oregon complaint focuses on four plaintiffs who've been without legal representation for more than six weeks, including a guy who can't afford his bail, who's been jailed for 17 days without an attorney, but he can't seek bail because he needs to have representation. Now, you may think, how is this so screwed up? Well, Oregon is more complicated than other states, go figure, because our public defender system is the only one in the nation that relies on contractors. So cases are doled out to either large nonprofit defense firms or smaller cooperating groups of private defense attorneys that contract for cases or independent attorneys that can take the cases if they want to. Well, now some of those large nonprofits are refusing to take cases because they don't have enough lawyers. Private attorneys, which is the normal relief valve where there are conflict of interest, also are rejecting new clients because the state pays them late. Yes, the state of Oregon is late getting the checks to them. And this goes back to our first story on there are no deadlines in Oregon, which is why our elections are going to be screwed up now and into the future. Was I editorializing too much? All right. And coming up tomorrow, uh, Rick and I are going to be chatting live, I guess, about the election. So it'll be a tandem dose of reality. It'll be the real twins. <laughs> anyway, see you tomorrow and have a great evening. And I hope you voted. Get real, Rick. 
All right. So Bill will be joining me tomorrow night. I was still waiting with bated breath to find out. Um, we're going to talk about his impressions of what's going on and what's happening. Getting lots of comments on here. Lots of you disagree with me. That is absolutely okay. That's why I'm living in Montana, because I want to be, be have people around that can disagree with me. Um, share this on your page. Let other people know what we're talking about, what conversations are going on. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll take you down, Kathy and I will take you down into the mines at Butte. Um, that's going to be super fun. Um, we'll also have Rosa Real Estate, Transworld Business Advisors, and Chris Dental here uh, to talk about what they're doing. And Bill London will be our main guest who will be sharing with you his impressions on the election. Even if we don't have numbers, I want to know what he's thinking. We're going to try to do that once a month with him. So um, that's it for now. I'm going to go with my wife and explore Billings, Montana. Have a great evening.